Imagine you have like a full battery that you wake up with every single day. Everything you do, think, believe, anything that requires energy obviously takes from that battery. So actually moving your life forward isn't so much about how am I going to move my life forward? What's my next move? What's my strategy? Like blah, blah, blah. Because that's not a very new paradigm. It's much more about like, okay, where am I like basically spending my energy on things like the shoulds and the have tos? You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realized it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hello, guys. Hello. Welcome back. Let's just take a breath. Oh, I took... Let him take a fucking Sorry. breath. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I took the best deep breath this morning. Oh, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? You feel like in a different part of your body. Yeah, it was crazy. It was you feel like your little thing <laughs> dropped down and it like opens up and you're like... My little penis. Yes. <laughs> no, what is that little thing? I know what you mean, the diaphragm. Yeah, you feel it just open. The bottom of your lungs, that like yes. feeling of just a little more space. Yes. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. I've been sighing a lot lately. I caught it on film the other day. I know. I was actually, great. I was doing an acupuncture form. I'm going to an acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Golden Needle LA. Um, tell her I sent you. But she, in the form, it says, have you, like as a symptom, sighing a lot. I'm like, what does that mean? Mm, I know what that feels like. But what is it? I wonder what is making me to sigh release. so much. <sighs> Sometimes when I can't catch a so full breath. Good. But when I can't catch a full breath, I'll just over-exaggerate and I'll just be like, <sighs> yeah. You know? uh, I, I Googled sighing a lot, sighing a lot, depression, sighing a lot, pregnancy, sighing a lot, anxiety, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> sigh that's so oh weird my god sigh syndrome which involves irrepressible persistent sighing maybe stress oh get off of webmd honey the average person wow fuck how many sighs do you do in a day probably 150 yeah probably <laughs> eight I'll talk to Justin. We'll put yeah. our numbers together. <laughs> Whenever I saw he always goes. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm How fun like, is it? Like, yeah. like all your weird quirks, like for someone so close to you and, and who loves you so much to kind of just like, it almost like they don't even see them anymore. Totally. Sighing, totally. Like whatever it is. So leave it to Peebers. Leave it Something to Something I noticed about him in the shower is he always does a figure eight. He, oh, ste- he does like a body ch- figure Yeah, he goes eight. step right, step left, switch back. Oh, it's wow. almost She's like doing a, it right now. It's almost like a salsa in the shower. And I he does like a little loop. That. It's so cute. That is so cute. I know, it's so cute. Wow. Um. So... Last week I posted a selfie. I was like, I need to like spice things up. Yeah. I'm a little thirsty. So I posted a selfie and some dude 
uh, from my high school was <laughs> fucking hilarious. What did he say? Literally, everyone's like, goddess queen, you look so great. Most people are like talking about my lips, which <laughs> are pretty popping in this pic. <laughs> All he writes is too much. Oh! <laughs> but maybe he just meant like what we would say. Like too, no, no. He definitely didn't mean. He means like too he, much, sit down. Yeah, like actually too much, you're freaking me out. <laughs> Hilarious. I was like, dude, oh, I, I'd live for this comment shit. right now, actually. Thanks for keeping it true. I, I love when people No like one bring write anything down. fucking negative on my Instagram. Yeah, I love saying. when people bring you. Not down, but like down to earth. You're just 100%. like, you're like, actually when I post it, cause there are so many posts when I'm, where I'm just like, I mean what I say, but I'm also like, you're a loser a little totally. bit. Do you know what I mean? Where to I'm you? like, no, no, no. Like meaning like I'll post something and I'll, I know what I'm saying and I believe oh, what yeah. I'm saying. I know exactly. But then I'm also like, there's a side of me that's like, this is so weird. Totally. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. You know? Yes. It's like, it's crazy. And then I just want to write like, this is so weird. And, but then like, yeah. And just be like, people won't get weird. it. Yeah. I know. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, that is hilarious. It's the best. Um, it's Ohio, baby. I mean, truly. It's Ohio, baby. Truly. What's up with you guys right now? I know I need to like, we need to take the pulse. Yeah. We need to take a pulse. I'm chatting a lot in the group, I'm trying to check in more with y'all, mm-hmm. but um, it's been crazy. It's been really, really crazy. When I was hanging out with uh, Chloe and um, Kayla in the car the other day, the little nuggets. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I was, we were at in dead stop traffic and sometimes I just sit there and I'm on my phone, like if we're not moving or whatever. And I literally without even thinking, cause I would never do this if someone was in the car with me, but clearly I was not really, present. Uh-huh. And like, I went onto Instagram, I went directly to, um, to check on yeah. the ex-boyfriend's wedding. With them there? Yeah. Did they call you out? No. And then I looked at it. Well, they didn't see what I was doing. And uh, then I looked at the pictures and I just, I'm being completely fucking honest. I felt very joyful for him. For sure. Well, not for sure. Cause to be yeah. honest, it could easily go the other way where I'm just a little sad, but I felt yeah. complete joy. Anyway, yeah. a lot of people have been reaching out to me about the the solo app and whatever. And I just like, I think there is some healing and work that I needed to do mm-hmm. in order to get to that place. And it's actually feels really good to be happy for someone who used to be someone in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. It just feels better than being upset or sad or mad. Yeah. So anyway, that was just like a moment where I was like, "Whoa, I didn't expect to feel that way," and it feels really good to be happy for them and feel joy, and that's it. Love that. Anyway, you're like, "Oh, that dress is boring." No, it was actually it was cute. She's just three times smaller than me. She's a waif. <laughs> She's very small. She's a great body. Anyway. Enjoy. Enjoy that, <laughs> but I feel that I want to do that. Actually, everybody that I've had a beef mm. with, just send them love right now. Yeah, it just feels better, but you don't know it feels better until you do it. Hundred percent. So I was like, I, yeah, it felt much better. So anyway, things are rolling. We're about to hi- go into uh, hibernation, as we mentioned on the previous podcast, just mm-hmm. to uh, get really creative. And we'll be sharing with you kind of ways in which we can, we've been getting creative and just creating space and getting quiet and slowing down so that like more inspiration comes in. It's exciting because I've never really 
actively or, or um, consciously carved out time like that. Yeah, I agree. So that's what's going on. And we're working on something really exciting that we will be sharing soon. So keep your eyes peeled. I love a good cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. So stay tuned. Um, what's going on this week? What is going on? Who do we so got? This week, we got Jenna Zoe. Ah, people are going to freak out. My little... I want to squeeze her arms off. I know because we could. I know, literally. I just want, every time I see her, I just want to squeeze her arms so hard and just love her. She is my girl. I just I feel her. so at home when I'm with her. I feel like she's a friend from forever. I feel comfortable with her. Mm. I feel inspired by her. I feel excited to know her. And she really made an impact on our lives when we had the first episode with her on the podcast previously. So we talked about human design with her art. We got our human design readings read, which was really exciting. Mm -hmm. And then um, this episode, we're gonna kind of dig a little bit deeper into human design. So if you haven't heard of human design, I can explain it. So we'll have Jenna explain it Mm -hmm. to you, Uh, but it's a practice or a ancient knowledge, I guess, of understanding that's really changed me. Yeah, absolutely. We we met someone in... um Dallas, who had listened mm. to her first episode. Oh, yeah. And she, a- she listened to it recently, yeah. I guess. And it was as if, because she just felt kind of lost and not knowing what to do. And I, I she has gifts and didn't really know how to um, process them. Mm. And human design spoke to her like so clearly. Mm. And she's been studying and practicing ever since. And it's her true calling. And so like Jenna opened that up for her. But what I love about Jenna is that, you know, it's, she's so grounded and confident, but, you know, describes your chart and goes into human design in a way that doesn't give me anxiety, I guess. Mm. Like she's able to kind of peel back what Mm. everything means and how we can process it and kind of use it to just up level and like feel more at home in our bodies and in the world and where we are in our lives. So I just love her. She walks the walk. So enjoy this episode. We always appreciate when you rate and review on iTunes, subscribe, and you know, you can gift episodes to friends who might be going through something. That's always really, really amazing to see on social media. You'll tag us and, um, or you'll tell us in person. It means the world, um, Mm. that these episodes are resonating. So thank you in advance and join our secret Facebook group. Yeah. Love y'all. Love you. All right. All right. Check one, two. Check one, two. (laughs) Someone in the group said, can we get Chloe Leonard on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Don't get a big head. Yes, we can. When she's being good. (laughs) (laughs) Chloe's our... No free promo. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're talking about... Trying to find the questions for human design for our lovely... Oh, sweet one. People have questions. Oh, I have no idea. Jenna's back. (laughs) Jenna's back. It's been... What did you say? 18 18 months. months. Are you Mm -hmm. for real? Yeah. No. What has changed your life? So much, I feel like. Well, when I met... When I first came on... The podcast with you guys. Firstly, that was my first How podcast ever. How are we connected? Ever. Through Erica. Wow. Kimmick? Yeah. Oh. Angel baby. Angel. And I, now I listen to all the episodes now, so I know that she connects you with like so many she other does. people. She's, She's fast. Fast. I trust yeah. her. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Too. But it was- but how did you guys connect? I did a reading for her. Oh. 
Yeah, it's, I did and then you did Sarah Carter. Yeah, yeah, and um, someone else in that organization, I forget who. Maybe Heather, Heather Timmy. Heather Timmy. Mm, maybe. Or maybe their little know. intern, I forget what her name is, or like someone else on their team. Yeah, and so, and then remember, I was, it was so funny because I was like, you reached out to me and was was like, let's go for dinner. And I was like, why does someone want to go for dinner with me? <laughs> I can't believe I said that too, actually. That seems very unlike you. me. I, I think it's so like wine. you though. You're you so think? good about like, yeah, let's agree. take a walk, let's go to dinner, let's mm-hmm. grab a tea or something. But yeah. our dinner ended up being like three hours. Literally, plant food and wine. We were yeah, plant food and wine. So so it was three hours. Oh, we bumped into you. And we bumped yeah. into me with my oh, parents. Your parents. Yes. That was so weird. It was like on purpose three hours, but also like, it was the like service, the service yeah. plan the service and plan is <laughs> special is questionable i haven't been back since it's so good yeah, it's really weird good. i live so close but i never go there mm. well it's kind of a special occasion yeah. it's not like an everyday type mm-hmm. of pop yeah place, but i fucking love their food yeah it's so really then we good. went and then you did my Reading. No, we did your reading on the, oh, on the podcast yeah, yeah yeah which i re-listened to the other day do you yeah. did you oh yeah, wow. yeah. It's been so helpful for us as like business partners, as friends. It's been helpful for me, like with other people in my life. Really? Do you look other people up now? Yes. Amazing. Yes. I love that. Especially my family, because I'm going to be with them forever, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's more just like, how do I navigate this? My sister, Cameron, is a projector, Mm. actually, which is interesting. And I haven't done Dylan. Dylan would be a great one to do. I think he'd be a manifester. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you're probably right. But it's just been mm-hmm. such a helpful tool. So Could cool. you, so I know most yep. people have probably listened to your episode, but I do mm-hmm. kind of, for anyone new joining the podcast, um, definitely go back to our first episode with Jenna. But can you introduce yourself and just kind of explain what human design is? Mm-hmm. So the technical definition of it is that it's a combination of the astrology, the Kabbalah, the I Ching, and the chakra system but that doesn't really say much about it. Mm-hmm. So um, the way I like to think about it, when you're looking at a chart, it's basically like your aura, your energetic body. And so um, what your human design chart tells you is like that we each have a different software, let's say, like it's a different energetic body. And when you learn to use yours properly to exchange energy with the world around you, then you're going to experience way more flow, right? So instead of kind of pushing against what you've already been given the day you are born, the things you're naturally good at, why would you not live in that lane where you're using all of that stuff and not using any of the stuff that the world has like told you that you have to use if you don't have it to use it's kind of like um pushing your foot on the uh uh, the gas when there's no nothing in the tank it's Mm. like you're just going to keep on trying to push and force and cultivate stuff that you weren't really supposed to be doing so it's just about kind of like where is there flow in your life what are you supposed to be kind of like leading with and enhancing versus what are you just supposed to be like that's not me that's not my thing i don't do that that's you know instead of doing kind of what we're all conditioned towards, which is like homogeny, right? Like we all have to be the same. We all have to do the same things to be loved, to be successful, to be this. Like even all the languaging of, um, you know, even self-help is like, if you do this morning routine, then you'll be crush your day or whatever. And it's like, actually some people need to be inconsistent and that's how they become more successful. Mm. So it's just a really unique blueprint of how you're supposed to be using your energy. I love that. And when were you first like introduced to it? Uh, Four years ago by a shaman. Wow. Yeah. Who did my uh, chart. 
And I was like, I, this is like so cool. I need to know everything yeah. about how this works. And then that's how I, um, I just started like reading all the books and reading about it online and everything. And then I did a chart for my friend Dara, who is yeah. an intuitive. And she said, Oh, you, she's an intuitive. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I said to her, you need to, she said to me, you need to be doing this. And I was like, my conditioning was that, um, you can only be successful if you have like a business, like mm-hmm. a physical, like selling a service or a pro- like a product, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what basically all my family have done. And um, I was like, no, I'm not going to be like, I had no aspiration to be in this space, anything at all. She was, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I can do that. Like, why, what would I do? Just do readings of people all day? Like, for what for, you know? So it took me basically like deconditioning my whole which is funny, right? I had to decondition myself to get to where I am now, which is about being a human design reader. And it's that's all about deconditioning other people. So mm. yeah, it was really fascinating. How did you, I guess, so for a lot of our listeners, they could be working on deconditioning themselves mm-hmm. to take on their own business. How did you do that? So um, with my deconditioning, I basically saw that there's nothing inside my being a projector. Mm-hmm for example, is like just one aspect of my chart. Being a projector means that actually you're not supposed to be doing more than three hours of like work every single day. Mm -hmm. So even the fact that I was working like 14 hour days and also valuing that in myself and thinking that that meant I was going to get really far meant that I only had like very limited success with my old business because I was not using my energy the way that I was supposed to be Mm -hmm. using it. And then things like my business was very, um, sort of product uh, focused. Whereas for me, the way I'm supposed to be um, exchanging my gifts in the world is with people, right? It's, um, it's much more of a personal, like a one-on-one thing. Mm -hmm. So even that, like I wasn't doing correctly, but I was thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, it's the slog and it's like doing everything yourself and it's this and I'm crushing it and it's like hard work. And, you know, um, so every little aspect of your chart tells you something different and then you know how to like apply it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you basically look at where else you've been told that something else was good for you and you go hold on a second like I usually say to people like awareness is the great healer because you don't have to do anything about it you just have to go oh that isn't me okay yeah and that's already 80% of the work because then actually putting it into place is is the 20 but just the realization Mm. that like oh that's how I'm built okay I can be open to that or Mm. I'm thinking of how much brain space that those thoughts take up in my head every day yeah. about how I should be more like someone else and mm-hmm. do it like them. Mm-hmm. It takes up a lot of brain space for me mm-hmm. so because how- I just like, I respect so many people um, and the way they do things and how efficiently they do mm-hmm. it or the mm-hmm. way in which they do it. And I think it's better. And I'm just like spending a lot of energy trying to figure out like how I can be more like that when, mm-hmm. you Maybe know, I could be using to. like what mm-hmm. I gifts are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the concept, um, in terms of your using your energy body is that exactly what you're saying. So imagine you have like a full battery that you wake up with every single day. Mm. Everything you do think, believe, everything that kind of like anything that requires energy obviously takes from that battery. So actually moving your life forward isn't so much about how am I going to move my life forward? What's my next move? What's my strategy? Like blah, blah, blah. Because that's not a very new paradigm. It's much more about like, okay, where am I like basically spending my energy on things like the shoulds and the have tos and I need to be more like this and there's something wrong with me and the self-flagellation because that's basically like shitting in your aura and therefore the universe Mm. hasn't really got space to come in and help you so Mm. the most like the hardest work is actually what you're saying which is like just creating time and space where you used to be like holding yourself back by these like shoulds and have tos and confusion about who you are 
Um, Shitting in my aura. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's no. No. That's, no. that's actually. I'll never. I'll never forget. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's interesting. And the cool thing is, is like, it's never a linear thing. So like everybody still shits in their aura until the day they die. But the hope, hopefully yeah. you just like shit less yeah, totally. and less every day. <laughs> how do you use human design with like astrology and all the other things? Like hmm. how do they compare or like how should people use these tools? So human design doesn't really tell you, for example, like how many kids you're going to have or where you're going to be soon and that kind of stuff. When I've done readings for people, they've said to me like, oh, they've said this in my astrology chart mm -hmm. or like I've been told this stuff before because human design does take into account astrology. Mm -hmm. But with human design, it's much more, it's more practical in the sense mm -hmm. of how you show up in the day and you go, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So it gives you like that blueprint of like, this is your computer software. Mm -hmm. Use your computer software. Mm -hmm. If I'm trying to install like a PC software and you're a Mac, it's not mm -hmm. going to work. So it's much more like little usable things, I guess. But they mm -hmm. all go together. Like I think it's just about the person that channels it down. Mm -hmm. So if human design speaks to me, that's not better or worse than using an astrologer or a Reiki person or whatever. It's just like mm -hmm. the chart speaks to me and mm -hmm. something else could speak to us. I think it's all like just one beautiful soup. Mm -hmm. Love it. Have you seen like connections between people's... I guess charts, but like all, you've done readings for people all over the world, all mm -hmm. different generations, different genders, different races. Mm -hmm. Like, is there kind of a connection or like a, a vibration between generations that you see as kind of like universal? Well, one of the things that's happening at the moment is that we are, um, there are fewer and fewer manifestors being born. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's interesting. Yeah, fewer manifestors being born and um, more projectors being born because um, us as a generation are people that... So in human design in 2027 is um, a new cycle. So that's only nine years away. So we're really at the end of a big cycle that has... Wow. Yeah, that started in um, 1781. So that's also why the world is feeling so crazy and so chaotic at the moment because imagine we're like racing to the finish to like finish this karmic cycle of our like collective karma wow. before we go into the next one so there's a lot more projectors being born because um people need guidance and tweaking and systems and efficiency and seers more than ever before wow. um and then manifestors are a dying breed because um manifestors are the people that really like initiate and have the ability to like create movements and get things started for the rest of us um but we need fewer and fewer of them because of globalization now each manifestor can reach so many more people mm -hmm. so it's all about like the dynamics of like what each generation needs that the numbers kind of like tweak and change mm. but what i have found is that for example um I, I wrote about this recently that, um, you know, for example, there's a lot of uh, generators and manifesting generators in the Western world. Um, and that's so much about becoming okay with your own physical desires, like that visceral desire and mm. not judging that as being like less than the intellect, but actually better than the intellect because your desires are like showing you where mm. to go. Whereas like, for example, in South America, people are kind of karmically okay with desire. Like it's in their culture, like desire is a good thing. Mm. So they don't have as many generators and manifesting generators as we have because they just don't need to learn that lesson of like honoring their own like physical desires. Whereas, mm. you know, here and in Europe, people need a little bit more of that healing. Wow. And what are the types? 
So you have manifestors, Mm -hmm. which Justin is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Then you have generators, you have manifesting generators, projectors and reflectors. Yeah. So basically the idea is that each person that chooses their energy type is five. If people, I mean, even me, I sometimes do it. I forget to say reflectors. I know, reflectors. I'm like, what is that? Do we know a reflector? Jordan. Uh, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Younger. Yeah, she's a reflector. I heard that on her podcast. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it makes so much sense though, right? So much sense. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, and also Michael Jackson was a reflector. Really? Yeah. Mm. Do you know who Teal Swan is? Yeah. She's a reflector too. No, who's that? Interesting. Teal Swan is like this woman who, um, she's like a full on like seer. Like she'll see, like if you're drinking a glass of water, like she'll see the energy of this water and then how it's affecting your aura colors and how it's affecting you, uh, your energy. Like she sees everything and she basically grew up not even knowing that she thought everyone was the same as her. Mm-hmm. So she's like a real, like everything is like transparent. Uh, how does that explain... I mean, Michael's birthday was yesterday, so if we can take a moment. But like, why does that explain like parts of his <laughs> wow, personality? Yeah. Like, how can we connect that? I, yeah, I adore him, but obviously, mm. I get looks sometimes when I say that because people are like, eh, "He's whatever." Yeah, but like, I don't know. Mm. How can we connect? So the thing about reflectors is that they um, are literally a product of their environment, so the people that they surround themselves with. It's not to take away from personal responsibility, but it's very much that if you're a reflector, you need to understand that the onus is on you to curate who you surround yourself by because you will literally be a direct reflection of exactly what that is, where we're at as a collective. So reflectors actually belong in the middle of the tribe, showing us all how we're doing as a whole. Mm. So they're actually like in a weird way, the wisest people. Mm. but you know there's no there's nothing that like kind of ties reflectors together because they can be so vastly different right so it's not like oh I could tell that you're a reflector it's a really hard one to do because you meet some that are like thriving like I met I met someone recently who was a reflector and he's like volunteering for the fire service in his spare time and then also running a hotel and then also like doing a gazillion things and I was like wow I know you have so much energy and I wonder what you are and then we looked it up and it was a reflector and it's because he has like a really healthy family life like surround himself with like great friends great people Mm. yeah whereas like sometimes if you're a reflector and you're not feeling well that's it's because your system is literally saying this is how this is the flaw that we have or this is how we're doing as a collective yeah if you're famous in your reflector i would think it'd be hard Mm. to kind of curate who's Mm -hmm. around you because obviously Mm -hmm. i mean most of the people around you are being paid to be around you yeah yeah it's really and like hard. first and foremost, they have to be good at their job, not necessarily a good person. But that's just mm-hmm. interesting to think about. Sandra Bullock is one. Oh. I'm curious how she does it because I'm always like, oh. she seems to like really have it nailed. Have it together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in so long. Sandra I know. Bullock. Okay, I so that's reflectors. Though. And then yeah. what's manifest generators? Manifesting generators are, yeah. So the manifesting generators are like the, um, they're like the energizer bunnies. They're like the great achievers Mm -hmm. because since they're so multi-passionate as people, they're meant to basically conquer more. It's like, as a soul, you sort of said, I'm going to have more lives in one life than most people do. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to kind of like pivot and change so much more than average people do because they really are like the square Mm -hmm. pegs in the round hole where they're like interested in so many things and their life is never going to be this linear thing where you like become a singer and you then you like perfect that craft. It's like you are they're like the multi-hyphenates. You know what I mean? They're like Mm want to do so many things and they can do so many Mm -hmm. things. 
So the manifesting generators are people who basically need to understand that that need to be all over the place is actually working for them and not against them like the world tells them. So it's really interesting because there's so much stigma against like, oh, quit, don't quit while you're ahead. Don't, you know, you have to finish what you start. You have to, whereas actually for manifesting generators, like if you start a business and eight months later, you're like, oh, I just, this is really like contracting my energy. Great. It just means that you picked up that skill or lesson or whatever you needed to pick up. Mm. Now life is trying to move you on to the next thing. So why are we like stubbornly trying to make them like stick themselves in the ground? Mm. If they got what they needed to already, we just don't know what that is because we're not them. How do you like if I'm a MG, but like, Mm -hmm. how do you, and I relate to that, but sometimes I feel, and to the outside person, you know, they'll say, oh my God, you're doing so many things. How do you do it? Mm -hmm. How do you do it? And I'm like, how do I fucking, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. How do do I do all of those Mm -hmm. things and feel fulfilled rather than just like skimming the surface of them? Mm Because I want to go deeper into all of them. Mm -hmm. How do you recommend I mean, like a MG does that? So really with you, it's sort of trusting that you will go further in, but you don't have to strategize about how you're going to do that. Okay. I, and I had a look at your chart this morning. That's why this isn't necessarily the case for all manifesting generators. But with you, there is a conditioning that there has to be a sense of strategy there, whereas it doesn't. It's just by the factor of like how much time you'll be in something is you will get deeper, right? Okay. So it's about trusting that you'll just get there eventually as long as something continues to light you up. And if it doesn't, then that's when you need to kind of like, you know, always just be reassessing as you go along of like checking in with your gut. Like, is this still expanding me or is it contractive energy? Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a matter of time, not strategy. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Which is really interesting because so much like... That's a good one. So much of our conditioning is about what's your strategy and you have to have control over yeah. like the future and the guarantees and this and that. Yeah. My yeah, dad like, said to me the other day, he's like, just be careful about how many things you do. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I hear you. Yeah. You know, I hear you. It's mainly just a concern as a parent. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, are you trying it, to do less though? You know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, in a way, but like, yeah. I just have, I, I guess I was explaining to him all the things I want to do yeah. too. Like, oh, I want to write this. Mm-hmm. We have the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to, um, do, I'm working with someone to do this. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like kind of mm-hmm. sharing some projects that I have mm-hmm. that I want to bring to life. And mm-hmm. he's like, just be careful about how many things you do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's difficult. It's just interesting. Mm-hmm. People who aren't MGs or who are like super conditioned MGs will never really understand. Mm-hmm. And it's actually with your life that you show people what's possible. So think about Angelina Jolie. Who's like producing, directing, adopting, writing, traveling, six kids, like all over the place. But like, because she doesn't see that as all over the place and no one else does. So people are like, oh, that makes sense in her. And like the same with Jessica Alba, who has like a diaper line and is an actress. People are like, yeah, no one questions that because she doesn't question. Like there's no part of her that's like still in that conditioning. So she's like, yeah, people Mm. are like, she's amazing. Mm. But it's really interesting with MGs because basically when you're doing something that you love, it gives you more energy. So whenever you feel like you have a drain, then it's time to look at not only in the career um, space, but where else in your life, because it's all one big battery. Like what else is maybe draining you? Like, are you still saying yes to something that you don't feel so expanded by out of like duty or any of that heavy stuff? Because you're like meant to be light and playful and like free. Yeah, I feel that. Who's not meant to be light and playful and free? Well, it's interesting because, uh, yes, everyone in a way is meant Mm -hmm. to be light and we're all supposed to be free. But 
I have an issue sometimes with human design because of the semantics, because there's no way to describe like, oh, I say, for example, like projectors are really light beings and everyone's like, oh, who, isn't everyone a light being? And I'm like, well, there's no way to, words sometimes yeah. don't always, I you don't want to be excluding people, mm-hmm. but a manifesting energy, an MG energy is very sort of like dynamic and all over the place. So I guess maybe that's mm. a, but then people have like negative connotations with what it means to be all over the place. So then you have to go back to mm-hmm. playful mm. and then people go, oh, we also, it's totally. confusing. I know what um, you mean. But you're right. I know what you mean. So there's manifester, manifesting generator, mm-hmm. reflector, and then projector. Yeah, and or, generators. Or generator. Yeah. We talked about generator. Generators are the people that are supposed to be sort of like their main thing that they do on this planet is like make other people happy. So it doesn't matter how they do it. Like each one has a calling. So like Oprah, her calling is Oprah's she's a calling. Uh-huh. But really what she's doing energetically underneath it is like lifting everyone else up. Yeah. It's like that magnetic sparkly thing. Mm. The same with... Jennifer Lopez, Beyonce, Meghan Markle, they're all like generators. So they're just here to like, you just magnetize towards them because when they're happy and they're lit up themselves, people just like love their energy. So that's like generators. Yeah. You know who is one who I think is such a good example is Sophie Jaffe. Oh. She's like, very typical yes. like generator i like yes. love watching her stories because i'm like that this is Wonder. just like a generator living her design damn that's yeah. so true she is magnetic <laughs> right yeah girl is magnetic as fuck yeah love her she's fab she's the best yeah. and projectors me projectors me you lacy and milana what a crew yeah makes me happy so Angels. projectors are the people that um see something really clearly that other people can't necessarily see because they we don't have our own energy we don't have our own uh battery that's kind of like constantly like fueling us but because we don't have that battery it kind of we're not mired by our own energy so we can see other people's energy really clearly so a projector is really good at seeing something in one niche area and it can be systems it can be efficiency it can be tweaks that you need to make it can be guiding it's always about guiding other people's energy rather than about what you're doing yourself so Mm. projectors are sort of like the guides Mm. um, helping people use their energy the best I always like to say they're kind of like the birds Mm -hmm. that are sitting up on the trees and sometimes they get FOMO about not being a lion or a tiger who can just like roll around in the Mm. mud and like do fun stuff like that in in the same energized way Mm. but everyone needs the bird up on the tree to help them see their way through the forest so it's Mm. like it's a win-win, right? Like mm-hmm. if everyone is acting like the jungle animal that they are. Mm-hmm. So as a projector, you need to stay up on that branch and and use your energy properly and, and help mm-hmm. guide other people's energy. Why can't they work more than three hours a day? Because um, they're non-energy beings, which means that when I'm with people, other people, they power me up. That's where I get my energy from. Um, you don't produce your own sustainable, uh, measurable energy on your own so you get powered up by other people and what it means is that when you're with generators or mgs or manifestors or other projectors sometimes too depending on your chart those people it's like you can be like super on and super energized like even more than what you would consider like Mm -hmm. a base level but that's because you're basically magnifying the energy of what's Mm -hmm. around you but if you try and do that for such a long time and it's not really your energy to begin with you're going to burn out Mm -hmm. which is why you need to kind of like carefully expose yourself at the right time to energy and then kind of like pull away again because mm. otherwise you will uh, burn yourself out. Mm. Mm, I see that. Mm. You're so good about like one-on-one with people mm-hmm. and spending time. It's like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like your little fuel. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like, I feel like that's like, I think of that as being extroverted too, mm. that I definitely have always gotten energy from people. Wow. I always love to be around people. Mm-hmm. I never want to be alone. Mm. Not even for like a codependent reason, just yeah. for that reason. Mm-hmm. Cause when I'm alone, I'm just kind of blank. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Cause recently, exactly. It's a blankness. It's right? just like, mm. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish people yeah. could see what you just did with your eyes. Literally. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just sat here and I did blink, blink. <laughs> um, it's the same with me though. And mm-hmm. for such a long time, this is a really interesting part of uh, my conditioning is that I thought it's good to be someone who can be by yourself and it's better to be an introvert because that's also got like a certain conditioning to it. Like, oh, if you're just like... There's almost like if a, you're able to be alone, then you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, it was actually only this summer where I literally was around people for six weeks nonstop, and then I was like, "Shit!" Like exactly the same as you. Like it's obvious. Like I know intellectually that projectors are not really supposed to be. You know, we do get fueled by other people, mm-hmm. so we're supposed to be exposing ourselves way more. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, why put value on like, oh, being by yourself is so great, and mm-hmm. you need to? Of course, we need to recharge and things. Like you know, if you mm-hmm. can only be around people for a certain amount of time but that's where we get our energy from so we need to celebrate that Mm, yeah yeah I mean I think about your reading with me like so often too yeah it's been so impactful you said that I like to be in a relationship a committed Mm -hmm. relationship that's when I Mm -hmm. operate most effectively which Mm -hmm. is true I've been in a relationship like my whole life Mm -hmm. um different ones and then um about me loving my body that's like in my soul Mm -hmm. soul um contract and then about being strategic and kind of being in and out of mm-hmm. things, kind of like always seeing things mm-hmm. as they are. And then like, that's how I am at parties. It's like, I go into a party and I have fun, but then when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Like I don't see if I, there's situations where I just see what I'm going to get out of it or what I'm going to give. And then mm-hmm. once it's done, I'm out So, so with everything, projects, mm-hmm. people, relationships, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, like not relationships, but yeah. Um, Okay, so how could people get their readings? So um, what I started doing was just doing one-on-one readings for people. Mm-hmm. And then it just got so crazy because I can only do three readings mm-hmm. a day as a projector. Like yes. I, if I try to do more, my head will like spin off my body. So I basically created on my website a place where people can, let's say, for example, you just know your energy type. You can mm-hmm. download like a half hour reading from me about what it is just to use that energy type. And then the next thing that we rolled out was how to eat for your energy type. And then next You're month, so smart. I know Dude, the eating thing's smart. crazy. And then next <laughs> month, we're rolling out how you digest life the best, and like where you're supposed to be living, and how you're supposed to be eating, and how you're supposed to be literally taking in life. Mm. So you'll also be able to get wow. like a personalized. Do you guys want to see yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. okay, yeah. you. Great. Okay. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you! I just got goosebumps about like these new rollouts. Um, and then That's obviously genius. I want to do like parenting and work and all those things, but food was like the main thing that people wanted to know. So we oh, started with that. Parenting's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite, actually my favorite readings is to do people's kids because mm. the guy who started human design, who founded human design, Ra Uruhu, he always said to people in his lectures, he was always like, I, it's great for you guys, like that you're coming to this information, but who it's really for is the people who are still like not yet born because imagine how it would be to be raised without any wrong conditioning. Like if your parents would know you from the beginning. Mm. Oh my God. And that excites me. Don't let me forget that when I have my little boy. (laughs) We have so much like deconditioning to do. Like we have like 30 years of deconditioning. Whereas if you don't have any of that, you can just like so quick. Mm. 
which would just wow. be fab. Yeah. The parenting thing is really interesting. I'm going to have you in the delivery room, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm having Moana I'm really needle and blood for but yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Literally. Drop me in later, please. I'm not not my baby. <laughs> like, so you're going to learn how yeah. to like technically deliver a baby. I'm going to have healers in the room delivering my child. Like, like, do you want to give it to Justin? I'm like, no. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, um, okay, so... If I'm looking at yours really quick, mm-hmm. um, what it says is that you are somebody who needs stimulation to digest life. Hmm. So what that means is that let's talk about just digesting food, but we're literally digesting everything all the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, because your system is very like relaxed and like stimulus free naturally. In order to receive a stimulus from the outside world, you need to almost like stimulate yourself a bit more. So mm. like, for example, my sister's this one and she has like always since she was a kid she was like would do like little movements before she ate or be like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm," you know like that kind of thing or like be humming or be like whatever so it's always like you you people are people that always need to be like creating a bit of like noise or movement or something to just like receive something like where it's at Mm -hmm. so those Mm -hmm. are those people Mm -hmm. like (laughs) it's like very guttural sounds you know and then the other thing with you is that you are what's called a mountains person Mountains people are people who, um, <laughs> sounds sexy. <laughs> Mountains people are people who basically, um, your viewpoint that is like valued for the, by the rest of us is something that's very sort of like, um, detached and from above and seeing things like not super sort of like involved and like integrated in things. Mm. So it's always that you, um, the way that you need to inform your viewpoint is always by living in a way that is like sort of above everything else. So literally mm. you're always best when you're on the top floor of a building, high cars, um, mm. anything that's basically like reinforcing that you're sort of like a little bit higher rather than like down in the action. Ah, so that's interesting. That's always on the podium. On yeah. the podium, baby. Um, that's how she got on the podium. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Rocking it. Absolutely. And then um, you, your strongest sense in the world, the sense that you interact with the world in, both in giving and receiving, is um, in feelings. So feelings is about, um, you know, not having touch, taste, smell be your prominent sense, but actually about how, you know, you can walk into the room and like really take the room in and feel Mm. what's going on in the room and that stuff. What that does mean though, is that you have to be really careful with your exposure to EMFs and uh, electronics and things. I was literally just thinking about that yesterday, I swear. Really? I was thinking about how that could be draining us. Yes. Mm. So even eating near a fridge is a bad idea. Wow. Eating what? Near a fridge. Near a fridge. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So if your aura is about um, three feet around you, you want to make sure that you have nothing that's kind of electronic within three feet of you when you're uh, eating, sleeping. Yeah, I've done uh, a detox wow. in my bedroom and it's felt wow. great. Wow. It's wow. felt really, really good. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. I think about like the Wi Fi and shit. Mm-hmm. I should put it on like a timer. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. And then think about basically, because it's just, if you're really receptive to it, then it's preventing your, um, you know, your sort of like energy from being clear to receive like the things that you're supposed to be receiving, which, you know, for you is so much about how things just like make sense to you straight away sometimes, even Mm -hmm. if you can't explain why. Yes. And that's going to happen less if you have too many EMFs coming into your system. Wow. So it's like things just like, sometimes you can't explain why you're like, oh yeah, I get that. Or like, that makes total sense to me. And people go, yeah, but why? Or explain it or rationalize it. And you can't always. Yeah. That's like your- Straight my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your like superpower. 
you want to, again, like it's a, it's shitting in your pool to have EMFs there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get Luke's story over here. And, I know to and set that up. Set it all up. <laughs> yeah. I literally was watching him on a plane the other day. He had pants that like deterred any EMF. No any way. Like it was what? crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck he's is best. going on? He's How best. does he do? He's Although Lacey and I were talking about this the other day and actually She's like, another one that does all that, which yeah. is cool. But we were also saying, you know, like, couldn't you just like in your mind, like block them as well? Oh, oh. that's interesting. You know, because we are like. That's a good one. Yeah. That's like a if really good one. Because like if I have to go through, you know, sometimes when you request a pat down in the airport and mm -hmm. then they're like, where's well, the woman's going to be 15 minutes? And you're like, shit, I have to catch a yeah. flight. I go in that little machine and I just like visualize it just not coming into mm. my aura. I love that. Like, that's why? so yeah. smart. Why not? That's so smart. But so you can do like yeah, mind we don't know what that stuff too. is doing. Literally. I know. Seriously. And now in New York, um, when we were with, were you in New York? Someone reminded us, but that New York is 5G now. What does that mean? So there's, so there's like Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi oh. or whatever in like underground and everywhere. And it's wow. like, I don't, I kind of want to look into it more, yeah. but it's. What are the G's? I don't know. Like what's 4G, what's 5G? Mm. But New York, because now you can be on your cell phone in the subway. And you get service everywhere, which is like, why do we get service everywhere now? Mm. You know, yeah. I have a theory that water blocks Wi-Fi, though. Oh, I like that. What yeah. you should know about 5G. We're hearing about it. Going into a whole fifth generator. Okay. Oh, so it's about generators. Speed, I guess. It's 20 times faster than 4G. Wow. It has a huge bandwidth capacity. You know what I was thinking about with aliens is that... So, um, I know I want to talk about aliens <laughs> too. Um, oh, I was thinking about how, so a lot of people talk about the government, like things like Alexa recording information or like, or even like Facebook. <laughs> she Fa just turned on. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, uh -oh. even like Facebook. So like people with Facebook has such data on us and they could technically sell the data in certain ways. And they do. Mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking about with aliens and like computers, like computers are like courts. And aliens have like access to them. Like think about all the data and information. If we are a science experiment, sometimes aliens say we're science experiments or sometimes mm -hmm. alien theorists say, sorry, mm -hmm. say that we are a science experiment. Then they have so much data and information on us now that we use the internet. And now that we're on the computer all the time, I was laying down the other day thinking about the world before the internet. I know. Mm -hmm. We're the last generation that we'll remember. I know. Wow. That is so true. That's scary. Mm, so that true. Freaks me out. Yellow pages. <laughs> I mean, our whole life is on the internet. I remember when I used to print out the map quest directions, mm, but the internet dude, was same. around. It's just like didn't have cell phones. Mm, you'd you be know? like, oh, you'd get a, I got, I had a little GPS Garmin. Oh my God, the Garmin. Yeah, I had it for, my dad for one thought it was the coolest thing. In Chicago. Got mm. robbed that night. <laughs> it was sweet. They like smashed my window in in my car and stole wow. my Garmin. Wow. Shit. It was it actually is. my boyfriend's at the time's garment. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Things are moving so quick though. It's scary. I know. Mm. It's scary. It's just interesting. So what were you saying about the aliens and the court? What's the courts? Oh, I was just thinking about the amount of data and information that they have on us because mm -hmm. we use the internet and computers and mm -hmm. like internets or computers are essentially courts. Courts 
all the data and information is court. imprinted on mm. quartz. Mm. Yeah, quartz crystal. I didn't know that. Is in um, chips. Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. So crazy? like, you know, when you program a crystal, mm-hmm. so you program a crystal like in a computer. Isn't that fucking crazy? Wow. And in the pyramids in Egypt, it's mm-hmm. like all fucking quartz. Yeah. That's um, amazing. So the amount of information that they have about the human race, now that the internet exists, everything. Yeah. Emotions, groups, like, I mean- mm. So crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And so it's a danger if maybe aliens get hold of this. No, Mm-mm. I don't think it's dangerous. I mean, I think they have it and just like, it what are they going to do with it? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, I, I don't know if they wanted to hurt us, they would. Mm-hmm. Right? I often think about think like they- the people that invented, you know, inventing mm-hmm. a computer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are they not an alien, but yeah. like have kind of like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm portal within themselves to kind of receive information Mm -hmm. that could be coming in Mm -hmm. about how to make that like kind of the direction to go. Yeah. Mm. They have episodes on ancient aliens about people like that. I know. I kind of believe that all of us are like you as a consciousness are connected to an alien consciousness. And then you also are connected to like a seventh dimension consciousness and Mm. it's all the same time. So the fact that we think it's the other, it kind of isn't, it's just a different viewpoint on who, what our energy is. I don't know. I kind of feel like everyone can relate to being, I don't know, a queen in a previous life. And why is that? Mm-hmm. Because like we don't reincarnate like such a linear bitch. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all queens and we're all the opposite and mm-hmm. the everything else as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like an alien isn't anything else that I'm not. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. See what you mean. It's just a different expression of, it's just, of, yeah. your, uh-huh. of God. Totally. Or the universe, whatever you want to call it. Totally. Well, an alien is essentially anything that's not an earth being. Mm -hmm. So also they found recently, what are those little things that live in the ocean? Plankton? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They found, did you hear about it? No, but the octopus too. They think octopus are like aliens. Yeah. Yeah. But they found plankton on a spaceship outside of Mars. Bye. On their, on their, um, the front window. Cool. So that basically means that these plankton could have came from a meteor and then the meteor came down to earth and the plankton, Mm. like, I don't know. It was just basically talking about how different animals could travel different ways, but it's like, there's no really excuse for how a plankton would be on like a window of a spaceship. Wow. Isn't that weird? Mm. And they were alive. Wow. Isn't that bizarre? So There's a lot happening. That's so cool. It's so amazing that there's so little that we understand on the spectrum of it oh, like it's I just, almost but after watching ancient aliens i'm like there are some people here that know a lot there's more. some people here that know a lot that's, that's really happening a lot more i mean the people are the smartest on. people ever mm-hmm. on that show well though those people but yeah. then like you know like top secret governmental shit mm-hmm. government shit where like you know is this episode going to get closed down? Speech, bitch. Literally. Yeah. It's so it's so fascinating though because I think by the time we finish here, we're going to know so much more already. I know. That's why I'm yeah. like excited to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, don't you think that we'll only receive a truth, a new truth, when we, as a conscious, as a collective, are ready? Uh, so, like. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll probably get reincarnated to a snail. Mm. And then I won't know shit. <laughs> you know or you'll I mean? know everything. Yeah, true. Yeah. 
The trees are smaller than us, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Have you read, seen, read that book? Uh-uh. The Hidden Life of Trees. It's oh, so fascinating. Cool. It's so fascinating. Like if one tree doesn't have enough water and there's like a ton of trees around it, the trees through the networks will like send that tree what? like water. Or if, if Isn't that crazy? Or if like an animal starts eating a tree, then the other side of the tree will start producing more like antibodies and things that will like make the animal be sick because it knows that it's being eaten and obviously trees want to protect themselves. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's just like a nut. It's just like the circus of the surface of that book. It's like absolutely Whoa. fascinating. Yeah. There's a squirrel so that looked at me this morning and I was like, well, you know, a lot more than me. Totally. <laughs> I got a look. I was like, hello. I know. <laughs> like, uh, it was crazy. I was like, what do you want to say? Yeah. You're just, that's so interesting. Hidden life of trees. Hidden wow. life of trees. Everything is that. intelligent though. Everything is intelligent. You know the um that thing about the water? Well, who was that guy? Ima, uh, yeah. yeah. Shimoto or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um I was like, I'm gonna see if this works. So I cut an apple one day with a ceramic knife so there was there would be no um oxidation. And I separated the same apple half and half and I spoke to one really nicely ah. for 30 days and really badly for 30 days. And everyone can do this. And the the one I spoke to well was like in pristine condition and the other one rotted really fast. Yeah. I mean, that's what, think about your what? body's water. So every time you're mm. having these thoughts, did you think it or say mm. it? Uh, both. Both. So every time you're having these thoughts in your body, which is your body's mm. a body of water and your yes. body reacts to that. And mm. you know what I mean? So if you think I am sick or I am sad or I am fat or I am ugly, yeah. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It becomes true. Emoto. E-M-O-T-O. Wait, we didn't do before we get to questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What were we talking about? Eating? Digestion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because you're also, your strongest sense is your feelings. Mm. So that's about the same thing that I was saying to We were um, late on that. Lindsay about the EMFs and the being yeah. careful of what comes in. Yeah. Um, but you with you, it, it's not necessarily how I was saying to Lindsay that for her, her main thing is about how things just make sense to her and that kind of stuff. For you, it's actually sort of the opposite where it's like you don't want things to be like clogging, like you don't want to be overthinking about things and you don't want to be overstimulated. So um, because there's so much in your chart that is like emptiness Mm. and because you're very open to other people's emotions, that's the thing that's going to make you wise. And so you don't want like other things that are competing with like you kind of putting your finger on the pulse of like where we're at as as people and where Mm. what we're feeling as people. Mm -hmm. So because you're a feelings person, you're like, what are we feeling? That's like the preoccupation of your sense is like what are we all feeling what's going on here what's feeling Mm. going on in this room Mm -hmm. and so you don't want you know your feeling sense to be like overburdened by too many other things which is Mm. the the emfs and things Mm. so it's interesting how you can have the same thing in a child but it expresses itself in a completely different way depending on the other um ins and outs of what's going on with you, you're actually very lucky because you're one of the very few people who it's actually very good for you to eat in restaurants and public places and mm-hmm. those kind of things because the way that you take in- That probably is actually. Really? So when I'm in alone, it's it's real naughty. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
It's real naughty. So it actually serves you really well to be um, with people when you're eating and also have like the visual that you're also taking in. Because think about when you're eating, it's the most concrete source of information that you're putting inside your physical body, right? Mm. It's like a much more concrete than a thought or a whatever, right? Or information. But you can use that to your advantage because when you're taking in food, you're also really taking in your whole environment, everything that's going on. And so for you, basically when you're eating, it's it's like almost like a beautiful practice where you're also really concretizing your current experience. Mm. So you being out in a restaurant and really tapping into what people are feeling and where we're at as mm. people, when you're eating, that's what you're doing in like a 10x kind of way. Mm. You know what I mean? You're doing it like even more mm-hmm. than you would be just doing like <laughs> sitting and watching. So <laughs> x yeah you know so that's like it's really like solidifying in you your wisdom Mm. so eating has to become this like really like sacred ritual where it's like wow this is really informing me on like my whole environment wow and the the fact that i'm eating at the same time means i'm very open and receptive so i'm taking in everything that's powerful and then you are also what we call a markets person and markets people are people that need to live where the exchange is happening, where everything is going on, like right in the thick of the action, basically, because mm-hmm. it's about you witnessing like how, what are people doing? How are people interacting mm-hmm. and things? So the worst place for you to be living would be like somewhere that was um, away from a high street or, mm-hmm. um, you know, up in the mountains away from people and things mm-hmm. because you need to be in the thick of it, but not you yourself making the thick of it happen but just you're kind of like roaming around in it does that make sense so you're not like the one that's like getting your elbows dirty but you're just like almost it's like a very passive like sitting observing watching mm. that kind of stuff cool um, again because that's informing your point of view on the world that you're supposed to be having wow yeah markets person i love you're that. a markets person yeah that. well it also gives me energy Markets and a mountains person. Markets and a mountains. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So um it's not it's not so literal. I, I don't like the words because like I'm for example a caves person and caves oh, just sounds like horrible. Or like there's like bad yeah, you know, but it's not like literal caves or literal no, mountains. It's just about the way that you set up your situated, environment. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it changes your whole perspective on things. It's really interesting. Okay, dogs, questions from the group. Secret Almost 30 podcast group. I hope this means Jenna Zoe is coming back on. Is it possible (laughs) to read your own charts if we can't get readings with Jenna? Yes, you can do two things. You can um, look at your chart and then go ahead and take every piece of information and go and Google that and kind of put together something from what you've read. And, but also what I started to, the reason why I started to provide what I provide on my website is because a lot of the, um, human design information on the internet can be quite, uh, damning and quite literal Mm. and doesn't always mean anything in isolation because it has to be put together as part of your whole chart. So what you could also do is if you know your energy type, if you know your birthday, birth time, you know, that's why I'm trying to really come up with some resources that are going to help people understand their own charts without having a reading with me. Mm-hmm. Love that. What are the arrows? What do the arrows and the blocks or the arrows and gates mean? So gates are basically, this is really fascinating because the gates come from the I Ching, which is the Chinese system that Confucius talked about thousands of years ago. Mm. And um, it's, you know, have you heard of a book called The Way? 
It's like an ancient Chinese book. Anyway, mm. it talks about the I Ching and in the I Ching, there's like 64 different verses of a poet, of a poem basically. But wow. the poem doesn't mean anything. It's like, I mean, it does mean things, but when you look at it, it will literally say like the lion stands on the mountain and you're like, okay, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> but there's like so much meaning and it's been dissected by like, you know, so many people yeah. in the past. And so what's really fascinating is that 64 verses correspond to 64 different energies that are identified to be available to us on this planet. And what they didn't know back then that they know now is that we have 64 codons of our DNA. And each one of those energies corresponds exactly with that genetic code, that little strand of the DNA. And so it's really fascinating because the each gate is about whether you have that gene expressed in you or not. And so it's actually like really based in your like genetic expression as well. Like when you look at a human design chart, which is fascinating. So that's what the gates are. The arrows, there's so much contained in the arrows. It's like ridiculous. Mm. But in general, what it means is that um, when arrows are pointing to the left, you have a more proactive quality in you. And when an arrow is pointing to the right, you have like the more passive expression of the arrows. So for example, um, the bottom right-hand arrow, which um, both all three of us actually have pointing to the right, means that we are not supposed to be strategic people. So having a strategy for life doesn't work for us. Mm. And also that we are um, non-specific manifestors. So we manifest in a non-specific way, which is not about having a specific list or getting down to the detail of what it is you want. Mm. For example, Lacey, she's a specific manifestor. Mm. So it works really well for her when she's like, I want this kind of place with mm. these kind of walls and whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the three of us would have to be much more like, you know what, whatever's right for me, whatever's going to expand me. And I can say like, like I was saying to you before we started, like, I want to live somewhere else. If I'm supposed to live somewhere else, like show me the way. And then life rearranged itself that I might have to move to Monaco. I never made a list to live in Monaco. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue where I wanted to live. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what's come forward for me. Mm -hmm. So the three of us, that's how we would kind of like work Mm -hmm. best because it's a much more passive way of being rather than being strategic. So the arrows talk about how passive you are and the reason why they point to the right is because in the future we're all moving towards passivity so um in that way we're beings from the future yes we are what is one resource you'd this is from alex what is one resource you'd recommend for someone that wants to learn how to read charts uh the book human design by ra uruhu and linda bunnell he sounds like a badass yeah he is a badass ra uruhu ra uruhu uruhu Mm mm-hmm he is a manifester. I'm from Ohio. What? I'm from Ohio. <laughs> I don't know how to say anything right. Um, He's a manifester. He's a manifester. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. This was another thing. This was a question that actually got a lot of upvotes. Uh, Career expanders for projectors. Mm. Um, this is actually the most difficult question to answer. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because... There's not a lot of projectors that are successful doing it the projector way. Or if they are, they're not they're not talking about it the proper way because right now we revere people that say, Oh, it took me it was so hard. Lacey. Lacey now she's doing it. Yeah. Now she's doing it projector way. She's got her team doing She wasn't before, but now she is. Yeah. Mm. That's a great one. The only one I can think of actually. And so that means that she's living balanced, only working three hours a day. Mm being strategic, mm-hmm. being a high level, created mm-hmm. systems that allow her to 
So what she sees really clearly is, is obviously the energetics of manifestation and she's in her lane. And the way that she makes herself successful is by continuously experimenting with that and exploring that. And so mm. her time is not about working because her time is about, she has to keep feeding that niche that she sees and, mm. and keep feeding the way that, um, you know, her wisdom. Mm. So that's why she cannot work, shouldn't be working more than three hours a day. But there's a lot of projectors that, you know, when you get to the top and let's say you get interviewed by people or whatever, it's so, for everyone actually in our culture, it's like, oh, it's such a grind and it was so hard and it was so this and it was so that. And it's very like, I wish there were more people saying it wasn't easy. Of course it had challenges, but it wasn't this thing where it's like portrayed like no one else can get there either. You know, I wish everyone could say I got successful, but everyone else can do it too. And it's... Mm-hmm. not as difficult as we paint it as a society like it's yes. a, you have to be this more special person if you mm-hmm. become successful or you know mm-hmm. make it the richer you get the better person you are <laughs> um any reflector specific resources beside what she's already purchased on your site the balance blonde episode that i did oh yeah yeah that's a really good one because we'll it was that. like two hours long yeah. and it was all about what it is to be a reflector yeah. oh. it, was, it was fascinating so, yeah and then on her website I have a question mm-hmm. about um, human design and ancestry. Like, ah, is there a connection? Good one. In terms of... Um, I know. I don't know. I'm just like, you mentioned earlier on in our conversation about your ancestors, and like just in passing, but is is there any connection between like lineage and mm-hmm. our... our MGs more apt to have two projectors as parents. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. Are there That's any really pa- interesting. Patterns there? Um, well, it's funny because part of our conditioning is like we think so much in as just like our satellite family, mm. but really what we are is one big family that has 64 different versions of lessons to to carry, and obviously not one person could do all of that correction. So we've like shattered one person into seven billion pieces, and we all carry like different wow. fractures of that same karma. And so if you look at, for example, my parents' chart, there's certain things that I share in common with them that I have to heal. But then there's also certain things that are all my own, but they're not, of course, someone else in my my ancestry, if I go far enough back, would have had them too. But it's also so much about like, we all need each other to finish this karma. Mm. So there is, there is an ancestral thing there where it's much more about generations because like whatever we come back as this generation is a factor of what the previous generation hasn't done. That's mm. the truth. Mm. That is the truth. Okay. So good. What's next for you, sweet one? Are you writing a book? <laughs> no, but you're like the third person that's asked me in like two days. Yeah. I think it will be fun. Yeah. Mostly because, work. well, nowadays you can just dictate it, right? Mm. And you just like mm. voice record yourself and then yeah. like have someone paraphrase it or something. Yeah. But I'm starting to do more sort of events, mm. um, you know, like kind of speaking about mm-hmm. human design, more interactive. Because I'm a projector, I can't really like stand on a stage and kind of preach about it. Mm. But I found it works yeah, really well you. when when there's someone else to kind of bounce off and things. So even in yes. all my online videos and things, there's pe- someone asking me something to like pull something out of me. Otherwise, it just kind huh. of flatlines. I don't know how you feel about that. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, because we work I actually best find one that one. really hard. Like it's, well, this is why I like interviewing people because it's easy for me to mm, react. Mm-hmm. I like reacting. I don't, it's hard to be like, 
coming up with yeah, like a I full can't even stream start of, right now. I'm like, yeah, oh, I can, I can start for sometimes, but I feel much more comfortable reacting mm-hmm. and being asked mm-hmm. questions, you yeah. know, than like I do. Totally. Well, it also makes so much sense why you guys have each other though too. Mm-hmm. Cause if, if you are like on a stage, you're just like bouncing off each other and yeah, then that helps start. you a lot. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. So much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I, I always find that projectors, because we have that thing of, you know, we have to be invited. Yes. It's very difficult to um, just start talking and just talk nonstop because what happens is then um, it comes across as preachy or knowing better or who do I, you know, people go, who does she think she is? That kind of stuff. Cause it's just not the way we're supposed to be exchanging. You know, it's not like you're supposed to be talking to a crowd in a, yeah. uh, in an impersonal way. So everything in terms of like the way that I'm um, doing talks and things with people is always with somebody else just because it just does get further that way, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because projectors, the the sort of what we call the not self is about projectors always think that they know best. Um, and that's something that we have to kind of correct in ourselves. So you don't want to be doing anything in your life that's reaffirming that you know best. Mm-hmm. Basically, you want to be avoiding all of that stuff because that pulls you into the not self. So anytime that I kind of like see that one come up, that old like, you know, what we were kind of talking about before, like a bit of a pedestalization or anything going on that's like deathly for us. So, and it's really interesting because actually the way that you set up your relationship can be sort of similar in the sense that um, for you, you would always want to make sure that the person you're with recognizes your wisdom and sees your wisdom so that you're not always trying to show that you know best because you know that Justin sees you for who you are. He sees that you're wise. (laughs) He sees that you're, do you know what I mean? He sees you for what you. Do you, do you. (laughs) He sees me. Yeah, I think it. In his heart, he knows you're very wise. But I think for like really any hard. any relationship, it's mm. hard to be like, it's hard to admit that yeah. because like, you know, sometimes the ego just wants to be right, you mm. know, but yeah, that's he, so he, interesting. Yeah. If I tell him, he says, you should stop saying you should. So I'm like, mm. you should do this. Mm-hmm. You should do that. But if I'm doing it, like I got this, I got sent like this moon juice beauty shroom, mm-hmm. like stuff mm-hmm. and I was like just using it around him and I was like purposely he's like what is that like it's um this mushroom stuff mm. for your skin he's like what the heck you didn't tell me about it I mm. love mushrooms I'm obsessed with mushrooms <laughs> but but if I was like but if I was like hey man you should mm-hmm. use this on your skin he'd be like no pee yeah leave me alone mm-hmm Leave me alone. That is literally the best example ever. And I'm like, ever. oh, you can use it or not. I don't know if you should use it. Yeah. He's like, let me use it. <laughs> literally. I literally got my, like, I don't know if you should use it. He's like, let me use it. <laughs> reverse psychology. It's reverse psychology, Oh honestly. my God, that's yeah. amazing. But I'm we like can never- for my we, children. Yeah. And what we can never do that. We can never say you should have, you know, like I yeah. think this would work best for you because people need to invite. Mm. It's, honestly- I'm in a relationship with another projector. So it's a nightmare when both of us are acting like the non-self. He's like pulling, like you should wear your bikini, like string higher up on your leg. And I'm like, (laughs) what the F? Like, you can't tell me how to look and this and that. And I'm like, shit, he's right though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, stop trying to be my gay stylist. You don't know everything. And then I'm like, shit, he knows everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh man. Where can people connect with Mm -hmm. you? Um, so my website is jennazoe.com mm-hmm. and then on Instagram, jennazoe daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the best. Not not easy to get a good show self I always feel so much better after talking to you. Oh, I know. Oh, I love you. Yeah. I love truly. you guys too. Can I just say also thank you so much because you were the first podcast that I was ever on. Yes, bitch. And <laughs> you're not the first to say that. <laughs> and and the, the one that I listen to every single week and I learned oh, something new. The you. dreams episode. So, Connie, yeah, you Connie. would like that. Yeah. Oh. Connie, Connie's hilarious. I love her. L- that episode, like, changed my I like think about it every single day. Yeah, wow. man. Like it's the, one of those we things. We have when another you hear with it her. Once. She does something else. It's called um, Dream Circles. No, no, it's it's not related to dreams. It's like your soul talk. It's it's kind of out there. It's like related to the fabric of the universe, mm. and wow. it's like very right. intense. Right. We'll have to get her on to talk about that. Actually. Yeah, and then you have idea. Akashic Records on soon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. have you had yours? Reb? No, mm. I really want to though. Mm-hmm. Do you know her? Yeah. No, she actually oh. said she's like you've experienced a lot of lives as a woman. Who are you? Who? Yeah. yeah. She's like more confirmation than me and Lindsay. <laughs> oh. In a past life. life. Really? Because you were a guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In every other life. So. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First one as a girl. Mm-hmm. No. She's doing pretty good, huh? Taking it to town. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just wow. fucking everything that walks. Mm-hmm. Just wow. like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> She's really showing us women how to work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, our, That's amazing. Um, medium Tim Braun uh, said that to uh, told me that in a reading and Chris just looked at me and started cracking the fuck up because we were just like that I was like so true my pants. It, it was it's just so true wow because I just like yeah we'll so you you it. guys were like we were together we were he a said that couple. there was a rainbow between us and we've spent many lives together yeah oh <laughs> that that's like spiritual speak for you got it on that's yeah. spiritual speak for you got it on many lives together cute marvin game music yeah he's like you guys have been to the fantasy suite many times <laughs> Where, what is the fantasy suite why haven't i been yeah oh. welcome to america oh. <laughs> this is america. yeah this is america <laughs> all right we love you guys Go get a, get yourself a reading, yeah, and then it check out her resources online too. Sense. It all yes. helps. Yes, your we love resources. You. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Where are my fellow MGs at? Yeah, check us for life. <laughs> It's it's funny in person when people meet us. Sometimes that's what they'll tell us, mm-hmm. and it's usually one or the other. And we're like Team Krista, Team Lindsay, and then it just mm-hmm. we roll around and start Divided. fighting. We start fighting. I just don't even really know much about the other one to even have anything to say. But I'm such a projector at her. Yeah. All right, review of the damn week. Thank you, ladies. We've got our girl from Canada, EMK456. And I know she's from Canada as well because she spelled favorite with a U. Oh, is that a thing? Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. Favorite. Wow. Uh, Thank you so much. So five stars, my favorite girls and podcast. I am so, so happy that I found this podcast. It is genuinely exactly what I've been looking for during these transitional years of my life. I'm 25 years old and all my friends and I talk all three all the time about how strange, confusing, and at times difficult this period of our lives can be and how no one seems to talk about it or warn you. Kristen Lindsay covers such a wide range of incredible topics and I feel like I'm just hanging out with my best friends while listening. Almost 30 always manages to put a smile on my face, get me through these tough weeks, expand my knowledge, and most importantly, help me feel less alone navigating the mysterious territory of my 20s. They've even inspired me to start a podcast on my own with one of my best girlfriends. Ladies, I love you and thank you for 
for being a constant source of support and inspiration. Mm -hmm. Please come back to Toronto. We love you too. I mean, shit. Let us know if you need help with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Happy to help. We also have a podcast pro guide on the website. Good luck. So, that, yeah, that was perfect. It's, it, it actually, so my friend mm-hmm. um, Kathleen just bought it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the other day, she's starting a podcast. Cool. So she said it was insanely helpful. Yeah. So on our website, almost thirty podcastcom uh, you can buy a podcast guide. So all the steps you need, all the information you need, if you are interested in starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. And more to come on that. More to come. Stay more to tuned. come from us. There. All right. We love you. Have an amazing rest of your week into the weekend and we'll see you on Tuesday. See you soon.